This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Bama Online Podcast. This one on a Friday, April the 1st, 2022. Travis Ryer, senior analyst for BOL, joined this time by longtime recruiting analyst for BamaOnline.com, Mr. Hank South. Hank, it's April Fool's Day. Are you a big April Fool's Day guy? Uh, not as much, especially not in this, um, in this industry, you know, it's, it's, (laughs) I just posted on our message board. I I said, it's April fool's day. Um, remember if you see any out of the blue recruiting news that doesn't seem, doesn't seem right. Um, remember, look at the calendar. So take uh, it with a grain of salt as the the guys and gals on the round table like to to say, right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we'll see. You know, my daughter, uh, who is five right now, she has been waiting for this day for months. This is like <laughs> this is her Super Bowl. So I'm having to watch out for her as well. So um, but what about you? Do you, you, you know, break anybody? Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. You mentioned uh, you, your kids. And, you know, I think when I was younger, I was probably more of an April Fool's fan. Never was a huge fan of April Fool's. Uh, but once you start having kids, man, it's just on that list, right? Of things you just don't have time for, you know, like it takes time to really do something good, do it right for (laughs) April fools. And you you probably can relate to this now with a couple of little ones of your own. You just don't have time for that. No, you know, I I know it's, it's wild. She, I'm wondering, she, she's been telling me since about January that she has something planned and. I haven't seen anything yet, so we'll see if she even remembered. Her, her memory span is kind of quick, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Well, now we absolutely <laughs> have a reason to do this again next week because we'll have to get an update on what exactly got Hank South. So uh, yep. that should be fun, no doubt about it. Big weekend. I guess you're not going to have any Arch Manning April Fools for us on this first, but in all seriousness, expecting Arch Manning, among others, uh, top prospects for the 2023 cycle to be on campus in the next couple of three days in Tuscaloosa. Wanted to start first, though, with we've already had a full week of spring drills since the return from spring break, going into a second week now, uh, finishing up a second week with a scrimmage on Saturday uh, at Bryant-Denny Stadium. What were some of the highlights maybe of this first stretch of prospects who have been able to make their way to, to Alabama and for maybe a practice or two. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty active. Um, last weekend there, there were some, uh, pretty big names. We saw a, um, uh, an official visit from a transfer. Um, so definitely some, some stuff happening. Um, you know, I, I guess the biggest name we're watching right now, um, is Tyler Steen, uh, in terms of, you know, 
um, who, who could impact the team next fall. Tyler Steen, the Vanderbilt offensive lineman transfer. He was on campus um, last weekend with his family for an official visit. He's set to make a decision um, early next week. So I, I would imagine Monday, Tuesday, we should see something from Tyler Steen. He's down to Alabama, um, Virginia, LSU, and Kentucky. Um, and, you know, I, I think I think Bama's done a really good job there. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. They got the last visit. Um, uh, you know, we, we spoke to his father earlier this week who said, you know, that they, they checked all the boxes. So, you know, when you hear that, typically that, that, uh, that means that they've done a pretty good job. And I, I think they're, they're, they may be sitting in pole position, in my opinion, for Tyler Steen at this juncture, who, you know, a guy with two years of el- a graduate transfer with two years of eligibility left, um, 30 games of sec experience, you know, you'll take that, especially on a year you're, um, configuring your offensive line, um, a little bit. So, um, he was the biggest name. Other highlight recruits that that were uh, uh, on campus the last last seven days or so, Miles McVeigh, the four star offensive tackle from um, East St. Louis, Illinois. He's always a really fun interview. Um, he's been to campus, I think, four times now, three or four. Um, so handful of times he, he camped last summer, um, was back in uh, January, I believe, and then back again this past weekend. He, he says he wants to officially visit for the iron bowl. I'd be pretty surprised if he didn't make his way back to campus again, one or two times before that he, he seems to really enjoy his time down there. Um, Xavier McLeod, four-star defensive lineman from South Carolina. He got an offer in February. Um, he wanted to visit on March 5th, but Nick Saban told him, Hey, I want you to bring your whole family when you come. Um, so they moved that visit to March 26th. So he was on campus last Saturday, said Bama moved up for him. So he's one to watch. And then, of course, Olaus Alinen, the uh, the Finnish recruit um, that's currently in Connecticut. But he's uh, he was down back on campus last weekend. He's been uh, you know, he said Bama is his leader in the past. I, I think Bama still is his leader. He's kind of backed off naming favorites at this point. But I think Bama's on top for him um, with other recruit uh, other programs like Ohio State. Um, uh, Georgia, Florida, those, those schools kind of all in the mix for him as well. So those are the kind of the highlight guys this weekend. We, we turn the page. Um, you know, we, we already saw guys start um, heading to campus yesterday. Jaleel Hurley, the five-star Alabama commit back on campus, Hunter Osborne, the four-star defensive lineman from uh, Hewitt Trustville. He was on campus Thursday. And then of course this weekend, it, it's just going to be a, a loaded affair. I think this is, this, you know, it's not a junior day, but you know, in terms of uh, star power, it, there, there's a lot of guys heading to campus this weekend. So it'll be a pretty busy, uh, pretty busy two day stretch. Yeah. And going back to your update uh, on Tyler Steen, uh, you got the sense that it, it's his call at this point. There, there's no more really of an evaluation process going on. Obviously he was in town for an official visit um, but we know how Alabama continuously updates its board, both yep. in terms of high school, junior college, transfer portal prospects. Uh, the ball, though, as you understand it, squarely in Tyler Steen's corner at this point in terms of his upcoming decision. Yeah, that's the feeling I get. You know, I, I don't think Bama would have gone this far um, at this point in the process if they didn't want to bring him in. Um, obviously, like I said, that experience is is you know significant there. You know, he he's been there. He's he's played you know Georgia fronts. He's played Florida fronts. You know, he he has that SEC experience that you're looking for, and you don't really have currently um, with a lot of your guys. So um, I do think the ball is in his court. Um, I got the feeling that you know. Bama is the team to beat just from, from my discussions with people around, um, around kind of his, you know, transfer recruitment. He's actually from, um, South Florida. He went to St. Thomas Aquinas. So 
he played with Jordan Battle. He's uh, mm-hmm. he's close friends with him. His younger brother played with Dallas Turner. So there's a lot of familiarity there. Um, you know, paths have crossed um, between you know Tyler Steen's family and, and and guys at Alabama. So I think that familiarity will help too. You know, when he's looking at that. But but um, yeah, you know, I, I do think Bama probably has the inside track. If it wasn't for if it wasn't Bama, you know, I, I think he's really intrigued by Virginia as well. Um, so we'll, we'll see what he ends up deciding. But um, I, I think Bama could uh, could bring him in. You said it too, the experience and not just power five or division one experience. This guy has done it. It is documented in the Southeastern conference. I love that you can go to YouTube and you can pull up Tyler Steen going against, as you said, Georgia, Tyler Steen going against the guys you see at say the university of Florida and just around the Southeastern conference in general, and certainly has that look of a plug and play tackle interesting scrimmage coming up on Saturday because you have guys like J.C. Latham and guys like Kendall Randolph that are in that mix at offensive tackle. But uh, that competition could be adding, as you said, a very experienced and capable option in the not-too-distant future, perhaps, in Tyler Steen. So let's talk about quarterback a little bit because last we spoke, uh, some big news, a big domino, I guess, as we like to call them, in the quarterback rooms uh, for respective recruiting cycles went down with Tennessee making a big hit uh, with a five-star in Nico Yamalea. I, I, I struggle with that one still. I'm sorry, Nico. I'm getting there. Uh, but how did that impact Alabama maybe in terms of its board, or did it really impact it at all? Yeah, obviously he was a top target, so you know it it, it – it impacted things. Um, I, I think, you know, not as much as people may, you know, anybody hitting the panic button would like to think, but, um, you know, uh, it, it not, you know, there's still the main targets in play. Um, still plenty of targets. We did a little piece after Nico committed to Tennessee on, on kind of who are the guys still, um, still on the board. And, and obviously, you know, when you got the number one player in the country still out there, still very interested in Alabama, I think you're still in pretty good shape. Arch Manning, who's going to be on campus, um, this weekend after taking trips to Texas last weekend and then um Georgia the previous weekend um he he's still obviously the big fish that everyone's kind of watching and I feel like I've never seen a recruit that has such impactful unofficial visits it's like every every weekend we're in Mar- or we're in April now but you know it, it's just I've never seen a recruitment where you're tracking these unofficial visits so early in the process so closely you know even back last fall, you know, when he was taking game visits, it was like this whole spectacle. So that just kind of goes to show, um, you know, how, how, uh, how closely followed his recruitment's been. So we'll see, obviously Arch Manning doesn't do interviews, so we, <laughs> we don't know what he's thinking. You know, we, we won't know what he's, uh, he's going to say about it, but you know, his head coach has been given, um, pretty good interviews with, with, you know, Steve Wolfong and, and our guys around the 24 seven sports network. So hopefully we'll get a good, uh, recap and hopefully be able to dig up some Intel on how that visit went goes this weekend. Um, and, but you know, the name I'm really watching and our expanding, I'm obviously watching, how could you not? But Eli Holstein, the four-star quarterback from, uh, also from Louisiana, Zachary, Louisiana, he uh, he's been visiting Alabama a bunch. He was committed to Texas A&M, took a couple of visits to Alabama while committed to Texas A&M, including one early last month. And then uh, he decommitted after that visit um, and then went back to Tuscaloosa last weekend. And so um, we caught up with his head coach who uh, who who. You know, he wasn't, you know, even when he was committed to Texas A&M, he wasn't hiding the fact that, you know, there was serious interest in Alabama. There was serious interest in other programs that were still recruiting him. Um, 
he reopens his recruitment and, you know, we've seen other schools jump in the mix, Oregon, Florida, Ohio state's talking to him, Georgia's starting to talk to him. So, um, he's, uh, he's certainly a very coveted target, but I, I think Bama in terms of Eli Holsting right now has probably done the best job, um, in, in terms of, you know, piquing his interest. I, 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 I caught up with his dad on Monday who told me, you know, um, they, and Bama answered all their questions last weekend. They can't wait to get back. So it sounds like, uh, you know, Bama's right there for Eli Holstein. You know, we'll see what happens with Arch Manning, but I think Bama's going to end up with one of those guys. And right now I'd lean towards, uh, Eli Holstein if I was making a mock class and th- and there's other kids. Um, there's going to be another quarterback expected on campus this weekend, Dylan Lonergan, uh, four star from Georgia. He's actually a Penn State legacy. His dad played at Penn State. Um, he camped last summer, got his offer. So, you know, he's thrown for the staff before. They're familiar with him. Um, but I think, you know, when we're talking about quarterback, 2023 recruiting for Alabama, uh, oh, my gosh, my daughter just <laughs> showed up in my podcast studio. Uh, okay. Scared, scared the crap your, out of me. There's your April Fool's prank. <laughs> That's it. She delivered. Uh, right? So uh, <laughs> in terms of the uh, – 2023 quarterback position. Um, I think it's Arch Manning, Eli Holstein are the guys to watch right now. So, you know, Arch Manning's been kind of like his own March madness, I guess you could yeah. say, Hey, you know, the couple of early rounds, it was at Georgia and then maybe in the sweet 16 arch makes his way to Texas. Who knows? Maybe this, uh, championship weekend uh, will end up proving to be Alabama. But as you said, it's very intriguing to consider now, Eli Holstein, the former Texas A&M commit as well. So Arch, obviously that star shines bright on this weekend, but if there was another guy for this weekend that you're maybe most intrigued by, that's going to, uh, ex- expected to be on campus with this 2023 cycle, uh, Hank, who would that guy be? I'd say Jaden Wayne. He's a five-star defensive lineman. And, you know, typically, you know, you always talk about how, you know, the distance between West Coast, um, Southeastern Conference schools, it's so far, you know, it's hard for these kids to get out there all the time. That has not been the case for Jaden Wayne. He's from Tacoma, Washington. And I guess you got the Seattle airport right there. And there's probably a lot of direct flights to, to areas in the South. But, you know, regardless of that, he's been to Alabama. I think this will be his th- third visit, I think, in less than a year. Um, and all unofficial visits. Um, he, he, uh, he was on campus last summer, uh, worked out in June. Um, he came back for the Ole Miss game in October, or late September, and then he'll be back, um, this upcoming weekend. And, um, I say he's the most intriguing guy because he's currently saying Alabama is his, his top school. Um, out of all these schools recruiting him, he's, he's been down to Miami, Georgia. Um, he's been over to Oregon, Washington, a bunch, plenty of interest, but he's saying Alabama's on top. The one school that, um, I, I think has the inside track for Jaden Wayne right now. And he's, he's an interesting recruit because he has a five-star defensive lineman, but Alabama is also recruiting him as a tight end. They, they've, they've told him he can kind of do either or do whichever one he wants. Um, so I, I think he ultimately projects to probably the defensive side of the ball. Um, but he, he has some impressive tape at that, um, you know, as a pass catcher and, he, and he's done that on the seven on seven circuit as well, I believe. But, uh, so that, that's the one I'm watching. Um, you know, if there was a guy on commitment watch, I, I don't think he's he's planning on it. But, you know, when you do have a favorite school, when you are making that trip all the way out from the state of Washington down to Tuscaloosa, you know, maybe that crosses his mind. Maybe he, he feels the urge to do it. So he's the most interesting one I'd, I'd keep an eye on. And I Outside guess I'll, of Arch Manning. Sorry. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Um, I guess the, the, the great luxury Alabama has, too, is that 
you mentioned Wayne coming all the way from the Pacific Northwest, but man, such a loaded in-state class that yeah. I'm sure will be well represented in the next couple of days once again. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and, you know, th- there's been a lot of talk about, um, you know, James Smith, Quay Roussaw, you know, the, there's the feeling that, you know, they're trending elsewhere. And, you know, I, I think it's such a long process. I feel with a lot, a lot of these guys in, um, in the, um, especially from the Montgomery area, you know, we've seen with Mac Wilson, even Curtis Perry, um, Henry Ruggs was another one that they, they take their recruitments all the way the distance. And typically, you know, they're, they're high level recruits that have the ability to do that. They're not trying to save a spot. They always have a spot. So, um, you know, there, there's so many ebbs and flows to it, um, with, with these guys. And I, th- I think they're going to be at Georgia this weekend. Um, I would imagine they're going to come back to Alabama and probably for a day or, or at least another visit here this spring, um, before their official visit circuit. So, um, those guys are, um, uh, still in the mix. Um, but yeah, the, the, as far as the rest of the state of Alabama, you know, we've seen several in-state guys already make it, you know, Julie Hurley and Hunter Osborne on Thursday. Um, Kelby Collins attended uh, practice last week. Keldrick Falk is looking to get back, maybe even potentially this weekend. We're still waiting to see when uh, Carmelo English, the four-star receiver, gets on campus. He hasn't really taken many visits um, since really the fall. He was at Auburn recently, but I would imagine he'll be back at Alabama soon. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's it's um, you know, there's always something happening within the state with with this loaded class, and and it's loaded in 2024 as well. There's a lot of kids. Um, that are, are, are ones to watch. I know on Monday, it's not this weekend, but on Monday, there's like a group of uh, 13 kids from uh, South Alabama coming up to watch practice. So um, certainly is Josh, you know, is Josh Flowers in that group. Uh, I need to look at the list. He was on campus uh, last up an offer, week. right? Yeah, he got yeah. the offer last week. Um, a guy that Alabama is really interested in. Currently, he just has Alabama and Florida offers. Um, so he's still relatively under the radar, but I know some services have him pretty highly rated. Um, so, you know, he's one to watch and, you know, I, I think that Alabama offer really, um, really caught his attention. So, um, you know, I guess now is the kind of the time where you start looking at next year's quarterback as well. We've seen kids commit this early at that position. Um, you know, I know Drake may a few years back committed in July of, uh, prior to his junior season. So it's not out of the question, you know, I, I think Josh Flowers still needs to go to camp and, and throw. I think he, he right. even told us that when we interviewed him about the offer. But, um, yeah, so he, he's another guy from uh, Baker High School in Mobile that's going to be a, a close one to watch in that class. Yeah, we talked about March Madness, and I guess we can relate that to the transfer portal now in college basketball. Yep. It is just crazy. And then we've seen with Alabama a couple of three entrants from the Crimson Tide roster into the portal. I guess you saw in Holt most recently uh, making that decision to check into the portal. The numbers ever changing. We know that from a scholarship perspective, Alabama expected to bring in a five man signing class, one of the top three or four in the country at last check. Uh, But as far as transfer portal entrance from elsewhere that might have an interest in Alabama, looks like NATO's Brian Hodgson, Antoine Petway, Charlie Henry, they don't leave any of those rocks Unturned, and I know you had a name of interest for us here on the roundtable to keep an eye on from that perspective. Yeah, I was told um, talking to people around around Alabama, um, Brandon Murray's a guy I think I believe there's interest in, um, and, and there's you know there's all these kids entering the portal every day. You know, there's another handful of guys entering the portal, and you know 
the BOL board is great at following that and, you know, saying, oh, this guy would be perfect. This guy would be perfect. What about this guy? Does Bama have interest? And it's 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 hard to say. I think they're kind of, like you said, they're not leaving any stones unturned. Um, so, you know, I, I think they're looking at all potential options. But um, the LSU transfer, Brandon Murray, who um, led LSU in minutes, I believe. He was on the all-freshman SEC team. Um, he, he is a guy to watch, I believe. Uh, another one. Uh, that actually took an official visit to Alabama um, last Sunday through Tuesday. Jalen Llewellyn from um, from Princeton, a guard from mm-hmm. Princeton. He he's one to watch. We actually it's it's funny we um, we spoke with Brandon Miller and uh, Jaden Bradley, the two five star signees for Alabama out of high school at the McDonald's All American press conference. And you know I asked them are are they helping Nate Oates and, and the staff recruit. And uh, Brandon Miller actually said he had just gotten off a, a Zoom call with um, the staff and, and Jalen Llewellyn. It was m- Monday, so he was still on his visit. And he said, you know, it sounds like he liked it. You know, hopefully they get him. Um, and, and so, you know, that's one to watch as well. I know another another guy that's um, set to visit in a couple weeks, Jalen uh, Jalen Bridges, a guard out of um, a transfer out of West Virginia um, that Bama recruited out of the high school. Uh, I think he was one of the first recruits Nate Oates went after um, when he when he got to Alabama. Um, ended up at West Virginia. He's transferring. So, you know, probably if we did this again next week, probably have five more names to tell you. But it's 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 <laughs> it's, it's wild. Um, the transfer portal really has it's, it's almost more crazy in college basketball than it is football, which is saying a lot um, after this last year. But, um, yeah, there's always something. It, it, it'll be interesting to see how this roster takes shape um, with this new signing class, with the departures and, and you know, who they pick up, whether it be the uh, late high school edition or, or who they get out of the transfer portal. And that, among many other reasons, why you should join us at BamaOnline.com, especially our premium message board, the roundtable where you're going to find us. Hank South, Charlie Potter, Tim Watts, Kirk McNair, myself. We're going to be with you on a day-to-day basis talking all things Alabama Crimson Tide. Hank, as always, appreciate you taking the time and kudos to little Miss Potter (laughs) for getting you uh, on the podcast today. She delivered, man. She did. And we'll see. I'm about to walk back inside with, uh, there's been no parental supervision in there, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I, we're sure I, I'm guessing she probably runs things around there. So, yeah. uh, I'm guessing everything's, uh, totally <laughs> under control. We'll All right, Hank, have a great weekend, man. As always appreciate the great work you do with us there at BamaOnline.com, and look forward to the updates throughout the weekend and beyond for Hank South. Travis Schreier, thanking you once again for joining us here on the Bama Online Podcast. Until next time, so long, everybody.